Welcome, everybody. Back to another episode of Jump Ball, the premier basketball trivia podcast on the entire internet that I'm aware of. My name's Adam. I'm hosting this episode. I currently sit at a record of one and two on the season uh, after Justin bested me last week. Uh, competing, of course, we're going to have Brock and Justin. Brock sitting in an even 500, one and one, and Justin with his win last week at two and one. How are we doing, boys? Good. Real good. Good. Uh, feeling like a winner. Okay. Well, we'll see if it holds. Um, take a guess here. What's my favorite? What's my favorite aspect of basketball? Post game. Yeah, but rebounds. Yes, but more broadly, I think broad. Broadly. Big man. Like if someone if, if someone said what was the what was the the topic that we were playing as? What's the one thing you really wouldn't want it to be if you were playing against me? I wouldn't want to meet you in the post. No, in the in, in a God, trivia game, dude. sir. Eight, the eighties basketball, early oh, basketball. Oh, okay, oh. now we're getting there. All right, so so we're getting there, but I'll just give it to you, <laughs> fellas. It's history, the real history of basketball. Uh, you both love the NBA. I love the NBA. But let's see how well you really know her roots. Uh, throughout this game, we're going to have seven questions in the first round. Some multiple choice, some fill in the blank. Uh, and then we're going to have a second round that I think is a new format. Maybe. I'm not 100% sure. Similar to a survival round, but you're both going to be naming the same list and just alternating. Um, I, in my head, it's a ping pong round. That's what I've been thinking about it because you go back and forth. So who's ready? Me. Me, I'm ready. All right. I'm ready. We're all ready, so let's get started with another episode of Jump Ball. All right, question number one. This is a multiple choice question. In 1946, the league that we now know as the National Basketball Association was founded, but what was the original name of this league? Was it? the Basketball Association of America, the American Basketball Association, the National Basketball League, or the Association of American Recreational Professionals. <laughs> Dude, that last read this off one more time. I'll go I'll go through all of them. Okay. Was it the Basketball Association of America or BAA? The American Basketball Association or ABA? the National Basketball League, NBL, or the Association of American Recreational Professionals, AARP. Mm. I want to say one. Uh, uh. Locked. Okay, I'm locked in. Brock is locked. No, I said I'm locked. Oh, all right. I don't know if you heard me. Wait. And I did not, obviously, but okay. All right. First round, boys, or first question, both boys are locked in. Brock, we'll go to you first. Okay. So I eliminated the ABA because I know the NBA adopted some ABA teams. So I uh, did not go with the ABA. I also didn't go with the one that's, did you say the initials or like, the acronym with AARP? Correct. Yeah, no, there's no way there was two things for the acronym AARP. There's no way. 
And so I left me with two, and I went with the Basketball Association of America. The BAA, all right. And Justin, what was your answer? I was trying to think. So, yeah, the ABA, that was where, like, Dr. J and everybody came from. Uh, I knew it wasn't that. Last one, kind of lit, honestly. But, you know, <laughs> never heard of that. Um, but I've heard of the NBL before. Uh, I think, I don't, I could be wrong because it might be a foreign thing, too. I've heard maybe the NBL. But I'm going to go with Na- just National Basketball League, right? NBL. That uh, is one of the NBL. options. And I've never heard of BAAA. Just two A's. BAA. Oh, oh, BAA. I've never heard of that. Too many A's, man. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, I didn't like it. All right. Well, on to the answer. Uh, nobody fell for AARP. Fine. Didn't think anybody would, but it's worth a shot. Uh, the ABA, uh, we know, uh, was later absorbed by the NBA. Uh these first two leagues were two of the early basketball leagues, both the BAA and the NBL. The BAA is what the NBA became, and they absorbed the NBL. So the correct answer is BAA, the Basketball Association oh. of America. Yes, sir. BAA. So, so Brock gets a point there. Justin does not. Brock up 1-0. On to question number two. This is also multiple choice. 1950 was the first year that the NBA allowed black players to play. Four black players got minutes that year. Of the following names, which is not one of the four black players to play in that 1950 season? Is it A, Tom Borwinkle? B, Earl (laughs) Lloyd? C, Chuck Cooper or D. Hank DeZoni? There ain't no. There ain't no. Oh man, I'm locked. <laughs> Justin's locked. Can you read the names off one more time? Tom Borwinkle, Earl Lloyd. <laughs> His names are lit. Chuck Cooper. Or Hank DeZoni. Okay, I'm locked in. All right, Justin, we're going to you first. You locked in quick. It's definitely Hank DeZoni, man. That's Italian, right? Hank DeZoni? <laughs> I don't know. Those are really... What's the first one again? Tom Borwinkle. <laughs> Borwinkle's awesome. I like Borwinkle. I don't know. Hank DeZoni. All right, Brock and you... I also locked in with the Zony. I feel like we've this name's come up before, so I'm kind of worried now. But I also locked in with the Zony. I feel like I've heard of um, a third guy's name. Did you say what was a third guy? Uh, Earl Lloyd, Chuck Cooper, Tom Borwinkle. I've heard of Chuck Cooper before, so I know he's an actual player, but I don't think. Don't think the Zonies one. So I Earl, yeah. Earl Lloyd in with sounds the real, too. All right, both locking in with Hank Dazoni. Uh Unfortunately, you're both wrong. 
Oh, Hank Dazoni did come up in a fake names episode or a fake fake names segment that I hosted. Uh, I just found his name randomly. I did not know that he was actually an important part of NBA history. He played three games oh, wow. um, and then quit the league because of mistreatment and in, in, in segregation and in travel and hotel stays. Um, so he's actually pretty important. The, so the four uh, four black players that were the first black players to play in 1950 were Earl Lloyd, Chuck Cooper, Nate Clifton, and Hank DeZoni. Shout out Hank. Mm. Shout out Hank DeZoni. Funny name. Good dude. I love Good Hank. dude. And so the correct answer of who was not one of them was Tom Borwinkle. Uh, that's a dude who like <sighs> played in the 70s. Just a random seven foot white dude I found. Uh, <clears throat> he wasn't very good. So random dude. God damn it, a funny name. So no points awarded there. Brock still stays up one zero. And on to question three. Uh, this is a fill in the blank question where two points are available. In 1976... The NBA merged with the up-and-coming ABA. Four ABA teams were brought into the NBA. Name two of those four teams. Each answer will be one point. Okay, I'm locked in. Already? Oh, yeah. You just got to name two, right? Two of the four. Yep, just two. Yep, locked in. Oh, yeah, I'm locked. All right, heading to Brock first here. What two teams did you go with? Uh, the two teams I went with are I know uh, I know for a fact I've come across this in my research for previous episodes, and I know the Nets, the New Jersey Nets, were one of the teams that got absorbed, and also the Indiana Pacers were the team also absorbed uh, into the NBA. So, New New Jersey Nets, and then uh, Indiana Pacers. All right, and Justin. So I knew. Uh, the Spurs are one uh, because my boss is actually a huge Spurs fan and he he's giving me two history lessons now on the Spurs and how they're brought into the NBA and how he was like a uh, fan of some other team and then he's like I need a new team and he's like oh the Spurs got adapted to the NBA yeah 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 so he was, he's a big Spurs fan I know that and then I was trying to think of the red white and blue I kept thinking of I'm like wait a minute that's that's the Jet or that's the Nets so I got the Nets then too, with Julius Irving. So, all right, and you both are correct. The four teams are the Denver Nuggets, the Indiana Pacers, the New York Nets, and the San Antonio Spurs. Brock, you did say New Jersey Nets. I'm gonna give it to you though, because I'm feeling I feel, I'm feeling generous. They were the New Jersey Nets before. Nope, not at that, that was point. a team that got adopted. Nope, they weren't. Oh, really? Nope. They actually had to pay like. Because I, I was just reading about this. They had to pay like $200,000 a year to the New York Knicks for like, quote, encroach, encroaching on their territory because they were also a New York team. So it's part of the reason oh, why wow. they left New York is to like not do that anymore. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. So you both got two points there. Brock up to three points overall. Justin at two points overall. As we move on to question number four, which is also a fill in the blank, but just worth one point. On October 12th of 1979, Chris Ford did something that had never been done before in the history of the NBA. 
What did he do? What year was this? This is October 12th of 1979. Okay, I'm locked in. Justin is thinking. Big thanks from the boy. Okay, I don't know why I wrote it down. All right, Justin, we're heading to I'm you on. first. Um, I know it seems it seems wrong. I'm trying to think of triple doubles. That was Oscar's year. Dunked. Wilt was dunked in. And then everything else is just it's already happened before. But around that time, now this could be wrong because MJ played in college and they didn't have a three point line. But I don't say a three. First three-pointer was hit. So I'm going to go with three-pointer. He hit the first three-pointer. All right, and Brock? I also went with uh, recorded the, the first three-pointer in the NBA. Um, because, I, like like Justin said, this is around the time they, I think, were integrating um, the three-point line. I feel like I've gone back and watched the ESPN 30 for 30 on five slam pajama. And then going back and watching that, I was like before Hakeem was drafted. So he got drafted 80 was 86. He got drafted. 86. Yeah. 86. 86. And so, yeah, that was around the time, like a couple years before that was around uh, when the NBA integrated the three point line. So going with my gut, I was also thinking triple double. I was also thinking triple double by locked in with the first three pointer recorded. Well, gents, you are both correct. October 12th of 1979, the first game of the year in the first quarter, Chris Ford hits a three-pointer. First three-pointer in NBA history. The ABA had a three-point line before. The NBA kind of stole that. But as far as NBA history, Chris Ford got the first one. Made three that game, believe it or not. Is he, like, known for anything else? Just... He's just known for that. Yep, that's really all he did. Shout out Chris yeah, Ford. He was like a he was like a, a an oddly good three point shooter for the time. He averaged like forty two percent for his career. That's pretty solid for that that yeah, time. Shooting wow. like two a game. So I mean, not very many, but for back then, not many. Yeah, but like so. Other than that, he didn't really do much. So both correct. Chris Ford made the first three pointer in nineteen seventy nine. Uh, brings Justin to three points on the night. Brock to four points. And we're going to move on to question five, which is multiple choice. The Syracuse Nationals can trace their history back to playing in the NBL as early as 1946. But what name is that franchise known as today? Is it the Washington Wizards? The Chicago Bulls? The Philadelphia 76ers? Or the New York Knicks? Who are the Syracuse Nationals? I want to use this bait. Two of them, actually. You think you're smarter than me, huh? You think I'm, you think I'm trying to... <laughs> you think you're outsmarting me here? I want to use this bait. I'm the Game Master. You can't outsmart the Game Master. I'll just take away all your points if you think you, if you, think you can outsmart me. Oh, wait. I don't think that's lawful. You cannot yeah, do that. I can that. do whatever I want. I'm the game master. No, you cannot do that, Adam. 
Okay, I'm locked in. Brock is locked. What was the fourth team? The New York Knicks. What was the third one? I'll just read them all. They're the <laughs> Washington Wizards, just, the Chicago that's Bulls. That's also big. The Philadelphia 76ers or the New York Knicks. Okay, I'm locked. All right, Justin, we're heading to you first. What you got? Not falling for the bait. Not falling for the Washington Wizards because you want me to think Washington Nationals. That's clever. Chicago Bulls. Pretty sure they've always been the Bulls. I could be wrong. Hmm. Interesting. New York Knicks. That's, I mean, it could be wrong. It's between the Sixers and the Knicks. I believe the Knicks have always been the Knicks. I want. I, I wrote down six seventy sixers. Could be wrong. All right, Justin's locked with seventy sixers. Brock, how about you? Um. So, in my mind, as soon as you said Syracuse Nationals, my mind went. I thought it was gonna be filling the blank. I said Washington Wizards, right? And then that's the first one you said. Yeah, I said, ain't no fucking <laughs> way it's the Washington Wizards. Not a not not a chance. Eliminated them. Bulls. Why would they go from the East Coast all the way to the Midwest is my question on that. If that did happen, I want to know why they had to do that. So then it came down to the Knicks and the 76ers. And my next question in my head was, where the hell is Syracuse even at? Because I always hear about the college. I don't. I guess I don't know where it is. It's kind of like someone, someone might not know where Duke is. Because Duke's not a state. So... And like, and kind of going back to Justin, I feel like the Knicks have always been the Knicks, mm-hmm. and like, yeah. So I, I went with 76ers too. I don't feel confident about it because I know they've been the 76ers for a while. So I just kind of went with the 76ers, hoping that you know it's right. All right, both boys locking in with the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, the Wizards was bait. You got me. Uh, the Bulls, That's right, give me my points. Bulls wasn't bait, but it just isn't right. I mean, it wasn't clever. Um, Syracuse, the college is in Syracuse, New York. Um, oh. but and so it's probably good that Brock didn't know that because the I correct answer is the Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, and why would they go from New York to Philly? How far away is Philly from New York? Not very far. Oh, okay. Like, not super far. they probably already had the Knicks. Because they probably already had the and, Knicks, right? And, and, the and Knicks Philadelphia probably... is bigger than Syracuse. I mean, right. Bigger market. So, yep. Currently, the Philadelphia 76ers, in 1946, they were the Syracuse Nationals. So, you both got that one right. Justin brings your total to four. Brock brings your total to five. Still up one point going into our final two questions. So we'll go on to question six, which is multiple choice. In 1986, the NBA held its first three-point contest. Who won? Was it Craig Hodges, Dale Ellis, Mark Price, or Larry Bird? 1986. 1986. There's a name in there that just rings a bell for some weird reason. I want to say it. Don't say it. What are you going to say anything for? Okay, I'm locked in. 
Brock is locked. What year is this again? 1986. 1986. Can you go through the names again? I'm sorry. Sure can. Craig Hodges. Dale Ellis. Mark Price. Or Larry Bird. Alright. Alright, I'm locked. Process elimination. Okie doke. Heading to you, Justin, first. Okay, so Craig Hodges, I feel like he's an older guy. That's why it kind of rings the bell. I don't know if he won it or not. Well, I don't even know if he was competing in one. Dale Ellis, uh, shout out my team. Uh, another old guy. Uh, don't know if he really competed then. Uh, Mark Price, his time came in the 90s with Cleveland. So I don't think he would have won it. So I locked in with Larry Bird. Don't, but I feel like I would have heard this. Like, I feel like it would have been, I've never, like, I've honestly, I just use kind of process of elimination, but I, I've locked in with Larry Bird. I feel like I would have heard of this by now. I've never really heard of it. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Brock. Justin, do you know who Craig Hodges is? Isn't he an older guy? I, I, yeah, for some he, reason, he was a guard for the Bulls. Craig Hodges? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, maybe, that, maybe that's how. It, oh, he played with Jordan. Yeah. Like early in his career. Probably yeah. it's nineteen eighty six. Early in his career. I'm surprised you didn't know who Craig Hodges is. I feel anyway, like, yeah, I feel like he was an old guy. Oh. Yeah, Craig Hodges, Bulls guard. I'm pretty sure he shot the three ball for him pretty good. Oh but, yeah, are you kidding um, me? That's probably who it is. Man. Uh, so anyway, uh, it came down to Craig Hodges and Larry Bird, and. I, I don't know. I went, I went with Legend Larry. I mean, this is his deal. This is his thing. Three pointer. I mean, dude. I know. Um, the 1988 three point contest is where Larry Bird like popped the fuck off. So, I'm just, I'm just taking my best bet. Playing the odds here. I'm going with Larry winning it the first ever three point contest. All right, both boys not doubting Larry Legend. And you know, all four of these guys. These, these were the first four three-point champions. Uh, these were the first four guys to win the three-point contest, but one of them won all of the first three three-point contests, and that is Larry Bird. Won oh, no. 86, 87, and 88 in three-point contest. Larry Bird. So both correct there. Uh, Brock's still holding the one-point lead. Do you know if this is the one? It might not be where Larry like walked in, walked into the locker room and goes, "So who's coming in second? I don't. I, no, I don't. Th- I, I, I don't, don't think know. so. I don't is know that, which is one. one that that might, he, is that the one they shot in his uh, warmups? That might be the '88 one. Yeah. That one is so legendary because yep. he called it and then he just went out and yeah. Popped I'm not the fuck sure off. which one, which ones they are. Um, but yeah, Brock still up six to five over Justin with one question left in our first round. And this one is as well a multiple choice question. In what year did the first foreign born player enter the league? Is it 1980, 
You guys just love giving out information. I'm trying to, I'm trying to watch you through my thought process here. I'm locked. <laughs> Alright. Brock, we'll go to you. What were you thinking? Um, my, I was, I felt like maybe I would have known about this if it was in 1980. So I definitely eliminated that right away. I feel like that's way too late. Way too late in the NBA's, uh, to get foreign players in the NBA. So, eliminate 1980. Uh, 46th almost seems too early, which I could be wrong because, I, you know, it's 1946. I definitely could be wrong there, but I feel like that's too early. So then I left it with 68 and 62. Um, and then I eventually just decided on 1968. No particular reason why. Um, so, yeah, 1968, locking in with. All right, and Justin. I I I don't know when Sabonis' dad played around that time, anyways, because I feel like there's a lot of foreign players. I feel like he played in the '70s, so then I feel like players were integrated before then, before like 1968 uh, and like 1962. And 1980s is out of the question. But 1946 just seems way too freaking early. You had your time to think. I wrote down 1946. I, I really want to. I, I know. I really want to say 1962, though. All right, Justin, picking the first year of the league, 1946, and lucky he did because that is the correct answer. In the inaugural year of the league, there were four foreign players playing. They had two from Canada, Norm Baker and Gino Savran. And then we had one German, Frito Frey. And Ooh, one Frito. and one Italian, Hank Biasati. I thought you were about to say Hank DeZoni. No, Hank DeZoni's for Hank DeZoni's from Brooklyn. Hank DeZoni. Also, Justin, Arvidas Sabonis got drafted and didn't come into the league for like what another six years because of the Soviet nine nine years. Um. All right. So that wraps up round one. Uh, Justin tied it up there with that last question, and so we are tied up at six points apiece going into round two. It's a ping pong round, like a survival round. You're each gonna have two free strikes and then on your third strike you're going to be out um, and you're going to go back and forth naming fellas from a list um i'm going to be i'm going to be perfectly honest there's there's a massive amount of po- points available here but 
you're not going to get very many of them. It's going to be a tight race because here's the ping pong round. The NBA held its first all-star game in 1951. And throughout the decade of the 50s, there were 60 men who were selected to be NBA all-stars. My original plan was that whoever was behind would get to go first. Uh, You, of course, in classic jump ball fashion, have tied. So... I'm going to I'm going to use this I'm going to use this bottle cap because I don't have a coin. Uh Justin, I want Call it. You want twisted tea or empty? Mm, empty. It's twisted tea. That's cap. Rockets to go first. Look. Oh, nice flip. Thanks, man. All right. So, Brock, you get to go first. We're going to go back and forth here. So give me one name of someone that you think made at least one all-star game during the decade of the 1950s. Our boy, Bob Pettit. Bob Pettit is correct. Made 11 all-star games in in his career. So made it near the the entire decade of the. There's a problem. It's Bob Pettit. Always has been Bob Pettit. Always will be Bob Pettit. <laughs> Justin, um, you're up. I'm gonna go with Bob Cousy. Bob Cousy is on Let's here. Go. Thirteen All Star selections in his career. Many of them coming in the 50s. I don't know how many in the 50s they had. I just have their career number. So. Is it my turn now? Yeah. Yes, Brock. God. Um, 50s. Probably toward the later 50s. Let's go with, let's go with Big Bad Bill Russell. Bill Russell is on the list. Yeah. Justin, back to you. Jesus. Um, only reason I know this guy, and I'm pretty sure he played for the uh, whatever the Lakers were before. Again, shout out 2K, my team, George Mikanen. There's a Mikan. I'll give it to you. It's George Mikan. Yes, him. Pretty close. Just <laughs> just threw an extra <laughs> in on the just, <laughs> So I'll give it to you. Pink diamond that I used to have. <laughs> <laughs> George Mikan is there. Brock, back to you. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know if I really should think out loud here, but I'm going to. I want to. I'm trying to think. Old Boston Celtics team because we already got Bob and Bill. So I'm trying to think of other old Celtics players. The one that comes to mind. Like I said, I'm so iffy with the time, the NBA timeline right now. So I'm I'm gonna go with um, Dolph Shays. Dolph Shays is on the list. Twelve All Star game selections in his career for the Syracuse Nationals. We talked about them boy, earlier. Dolph. 
Justin, can you answer? Yeah, I'm gonna go with the dope. Elgin Baylor. He had to play in the night. He, he might be in the 60s, now that I think about it. Elgin Baylor did make the All-Star game in 1959, oh, his first one. And so I he does slip it in well, there. You know, right now, Brock, I only got one other name, and I'm dry. I have no idea. Actually, no, I got two. Brock, back to you. Okay. Um... Let's I don't know. I feel like I feel like he might be out of out of out of time, but maybe Wilt. Wilt Chamberlain is your first strike. Oh. First strike to Brock. Justin, chance to go one can up I, here. Can I get close to the name? I, I can tell you okay. like the whole. I can, like, Depends. I can tell you like the whole. Depends. He was a maybe? running mate with Bob Cousy for the Celtics. That's not even a name. But no, 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 no. I'm trying to have have a check. That that isn't it. Yeah, you you said the right name. You're thinking of John yes. Havlicek. John Havlicek is not on was the he list. Later? He was quite a bit later. Yeah. <laughs> He was like 70s, late 60s, early 70s. So Justin's first strike. Brock, you got one strike. Can you take take control of the lead once again? I'm, I'm, I'm running out. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't. Okay. We talked we talked about our boy Bob Pettit. What about our other Bob, Bob Love? When did he play? Bob Love played quite a bit later. I think also in the 70s. Fuck, Bob. Maybe late 60s. But that is another strike for Brock. <sighs> Justin, can you come up with another name here? Are you going to get a second strike? There's some Hall of Famers on this list. There's quite a few Hall Ones of Famers still out there. Ones that we don't know don't care. Let's there's, be honest. Uh, you might know some there's of these. There's guy. You might know some of these. He's an old guy. Uh... Larry Faust or Faust or Faust. He, he used to Faust be like a guard or something. Is on the list. Eight all-star selections, all of them in the 50s. Who? Justin, well Larry done. Faust, Faust. He used to be a guard back in the day. I think he played with like Mike Mike in it or Mike maybe. I can't even say George Mikan. Yes, I know. <laughs> I don't know how you got that uh, point. You can't even pronounce the name. He did play three years with George Mikan. I didn't know who this person is either till right now. So, but he's on the list. So, good work, Justin. I, <laughs> That's a good pull. Other, that is a good pull. Than, yeah. Other than him, a little I, too good, in my opinion. Other than him, I have no idea. <laughs> All right, well, it's Brock. Brock's back up. You're at two strikes, Brock. You need to get one here to stay alive. Yeah, no shit. All right. <laughs> okay. I really have no idea when this guy played. We talk about him too often. And he played a lot of fucking games. Robert Parrish. 
When did he play? He was in the 70s. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. He was mostly in the 80s. I don't care. Played in the night. I don't care. He's, he's, not, he's not on the list. He's not on the list. Justin wins. That's absurd. Faust, Faust, whatever that... There's some there's some big names out Name on here still. Name I would please. love to hear Paul, it. Paul Arison. Who? <laughs> Paul Arison. Oh, I know that name. Jack Twyman. George Yardley. Bill Sharman. Cliff Hagen. I can't believe you got I've heard, of, I've heard of Cliff. I've heard of Cliff Hagen. That's ridiculous. Uh, someone that we brought up earlier this episode. Nate Clifton, one of the first four black players. Oh, those would have been good guesses. The Zoni only played four games. Never mind. The Zoni did not make it. Richie Guerin, he's good. He's a Nick. Uh, Also on this list, one of my new favorite NBA names. He made one all-star game in his career in 1959. Woody Salisbury. He he went on to invent the Salisbury steak. (laughs) I don't think so. You don't know that. Uh, other, Other guys... Vern Mickelson, Tommy Heinzone. You guys don't You're know Tommy Heinzone. Like I don't know these people. You don't. Know I Tommy can't Heinzone? believe Justin knew Larry Faust. That was I've, impressive. I've heard of Larry Faust. Well, you guys, you guys just gotta read more of your history, man. I don't know what to tell you. Other than Justin won, because he knew a little bit more history. And you know what's the point of knowing? The beautiful game we all enjoyed today without knowing where we came from. You know, pioneers of the game. The firsts. Wouldn't be here without him. And today, took Justin to the mountaintop. So, that's it for this episode of Jump Ball. Uh, We'll be back next week, probably. I don't know. I'm on vacation this weekend. I don't know when we're going to record. But anyway, uh... Follow us on our, all our socials. Buy some merch on the Redbubble link. Uh, Jump Ball Pod on TikTok, on Twitter. Leave five-star reviews wherever you can. Uh, and until next time, bye, everybody. Bye.